You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Brand new episode of Hear the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing Omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It's Anthony and Aurora back talking a new season of the show that rhymes with the name of the show, <laughs> Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, now, we knew this was like coming back relatively soon, but I still feel like it kind of just jumped up and like, yeah. there it is. Yep. You know, it really jumped up and caught me off guard. I don't know if you knew this at a time but I certainly didn't, was that it was going to be a two-hour premiere, which I did not know until uh, Sunday morning when I went to go set a reminder on yeah. my cable box. Whoa. Yeah, I didn't know either. Caught me off guard. <laughs> uh, and this wasn't actually a strict two-hour premiere. This was not like a two-parter per se. This is actually right. two different episodes with two different yeah. titles, but I just aired them. So we yep. got two episodes, two for the price of one, everybody. Uh, so I hope you're excited. Uh, unfortunately, just like last year, people will jump, like, the instant Walking Dead goes off the air, there are people heading to edit the Walking Dead Wikipedia page to type in the uh, the episode synopsis for that week's episode. And just like always, nobody does this about Fear the Walking Dead, and there are no synopsis unless you go to the Walking Dead wiki, uh, walkingdead.wikia.com, where they do not understand the definition of the word synopsis, <laughs> and they type out the entire plot. It's it's literally, there's at least a dozen paragraphs in here. Yep. I'm going to try my best to not read them all, and I'm going to try to get through this as quickly as possible so that Aurora and I can get down to discussing uh, the episode. So this is just a quick catch-up, hopefully. I'm saying, I'm putting quick in air quotes right now, because <laughs> who knows. Uh, but a, hopefully a quick... Uh, recap of season three, episode one, called Eye of the Beholder. Uh, so we start with uh, Madison, Travis, Alicia being uh, captured by armed soldiers. They're being dragged back to a military base, a large military base, mm -hmm. uh, which seems like, you know, would be a pretty safe place to hang out. One would presume. Uh, I don't know. I've seen I've seen a few zombie movies to know that military bases are the worst place you could go. <laughs> it just it just seems so big and empty and clean. <laughs> I just uh, yeah. Uh, naturally, this is going to get ruined. Uh, so so the group gets split up though, as Alicia and Madison are taken to a nice, comfy, cozy office within the complex, and Travis is taken to a what appears to be a dank dark sub-bathroom mm -hmm. uh, for separate processing. And it is in this room, uh, lo and behold, that he sees Nick and Luciana, who have also been captured. Uh, and Luciana's looking not good at all. Yeah. Uh, this is when we meet Troy, who is the soldier in charge of this uh, facility. And he enters the office where Madison and Alicia are, and he's 
offering them pleasantries, some hot tea. Uh, Madison, of course, wants to know where Travis is. You know what's happening. We just want to. You know we're. You know he's like. Well, you guys are crossing the border. You know you, that guy looks like he might be a Mexican. Are we still yeah. having this argument here in the zombie apocalypse, everybody? <laughs> it seems like it, yeah. <laughs> Good lord. Um, anyway, you know, he's like, you know, people have been trying to come over the border and they've been battling us, trying to take some of our stuff. And she's just like, we want to, we just want to mind our own business. We just want to go on with our crappy post-apocalyptic lives. We're looking for my <laughs> son. We just, can we please just go? And he's like, well, once we get through processing and stuff. Uh, it is clear however that the area of the facility that travis is in is not really meant for processing and passing people through in fact troy and a bunch of troy's goons appear to be performing experiments on people they kill them and then they wait to see how long it takes for them to turn Mm -hmm. uh etc 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 and uh travis and nick uh, once they, I mean, they re, they reunited, but their the reunion was was short lived because it quickly turned into, uh, we've got to get out of here. How are we going to get out of here? Uh, type situation. And the longer Madison and Alicia sit in the office, the long, the more I think they start to realize the same that Travis is probably in danger, and yeah, we might be too. So we should probably start thinking about getting out of here. And uh, uh, Madison finally tells Troy that um, that Travis is, you know, they're together or whatever. They're a family. They just want to get out of here. Uh, Travis makes the, or Troy makes the connection. I think that the guy hanging out with Travis is Nick, the kid that they're looking for, etc., mm-hmm. etc. I have no, at this point, I have no idea what his plans actually are. Or, like, what his motivations for any of this are. Um, So, uh, Madison starts trying to find a weapon. Alicia has a knife on her, which I'm I'm shocked they did not find. I would have presumed they would have done, like, a body search or something, but I guess they didn't. And uh, they... uh, So, basically, a day day goes by. The next day, uh, this is when everybody tries to make their move and it's uh, I think like Nick and Travis are like next up for executions I suppose or zombie testing I don't know what you'd want to call it and uh, this is when all the diversionary stuff happens I think Nick and Luciana escape right but Travis does not and Uh, Troy uh, as well he doesn't he he gets killed um the uh no, Troy is the uh, the annoying guy who gets a spoon in the eye later. Oh, what's the name of the guy that was helping them escape? Oh, I don't remember his name. I don't remember, but that there's a guy that helps helps them escape, Steven? and he dies. I maybe yeah. <laughs> Stephen is shot by the soldiers before he can descend. Right. Yeah. Right. There we go. Um. So yeah, Troy is the dumbass. Uh, Troy goes into the office where he's jumped by Madison and Alicia. And uh, <laughs> they are struggling and struggling. And then Madison just jabs this dude in the eye with a spoon. Yep. Holy shit. 
and mm-hmm. uh, takes him hostage. By this time, uh, Travis has been, as punishment, taken to a pit where there's just a bunch of walkers and uh, Travis just loses his mind and goes ape shit, and he's killing zombies left and right. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the... Uh, I mean, we saw Travis kind of break last season, and we'll talk about it a little bit more, but this was like like uh, everything fell apart for him at this point, mm-hmm. and he killed so many zombies, Aurora. So many. Uh, eventually, we find uh, Madison surrounded by soldiers while she's holding Troy hostage, and that's when we meet Jake, Troy's brother who actually seems like a halfway decent human being (laughs) and convinces Madison to let Troy go and that she's going to help her find his husband, her husband or, you know, whatever he is at this point. She never actually said husband. She kind of just readily goes. She said like that, like we're we're together or something like that. We're together. Yeah. And, uh, Jake is like, you know, I, nobody knows better than me how Troy can be. And, He's probably done something to deserve this, that sort of thing. Uh, But Jake lives up to his word. He takes Madison over to uh, Travis, and they get Mm -hmm. him out of there. And they reunite with Alicia and Nick. Everyone's back together. It's a big old happy family. Um, And uh, things seem like they're going great. But uh, back in the sewer grates when Nick and... Luciano were trying to escape, they found their way out of the sewer grate into a big wide open space full of walkers who went, oh, humans, and followed them back into the sewer grates. Mm-hmm. And the sewer grates then became compacted with zombies who busted, ended up busting through a wall, and now the zombies are inside the military base. So zombies now are everywhere, and <laughs> havoc has been wreaked, and people are running all over the place. And Travis, Alicia, and Jake get into a helicopter whilst uh, Nick and Madison end up in the back of a jeep with Troy and his patched up bloody eyeball. And uh, the group is once again split up as they have to abandon the base and head for a small village farm thingy. Where Travis or where Troy and Jake's father is, and I guess it's like the the main hub of the community. I guess the military base is like the uh, the offensive front end of it, but yeah, the community lives uh, on, on this in this little village farm thingy, and uh, that's where we that's where we ended the episode. We got this beautiful sweeping helicopter panning shot, actually, which uh, looked pretty cool yeah. for the show. Um, so, what did you make of Episode one, I are the Beholder. First, I have to say that Patched Bloody Eyeball sounds like a great band name. The Patched Bloody Eyeballs? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, oh my god, I love this episode. It was really good, wasn't it? It was, it was so good. Surpri- a surprising, uh, a surprisingly excellent return for this show, which... Yeah. I had I, been telling Glenn and some other people that the show is not bad. But no. uh, not by any means. But it's kind of just there. It's right. Most of the episodes we were we would be giving them threes, sometimes three and a half, sometimes fours. We've given them like high scores in the past. They have had really good episodes, but for yeah. the most part, 
it's kind of just a show that's there. It's fine. Right. But this right. was a very good premiere, I thought. Very good. Uh, I, I mean, this episode was better than most of the Walking Dead episodes that happened this season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I was ready, like you, I was ready to be like, okay, you know, it's an episode. Um, I'm just going to watch it. And I was like so pumped <laughs> throughout mm-hmm. the whole episode because it was like nonstop things happening that, you know, were just amazing. I, I, I don't I don't think that I've ever seen someone take another person hostage by threatening them to <laughs> remove their eyeball. With a spoon. <laughs> With like a she spoon. She was going to scoop it out. I mean, the accuracy that you need to have. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to just make that move is amazing. I don't know how she did it, but uh, that was great. Yeah. I, I think we got uh, a lot of it's just crazy to me. Uh, and we get like some more moments like this in the next episode as well, but mm-hmm. um how some how some like how far some of these characters have come, I guess. Mm-hmm. Travis has changed a lot. And most of that change happened very rapidly when Chris died last season right. and he snapped on that one kid and brutally killed him. Mm-hmm. And you know, that had us going like, "Whoa, holy shit, last season," but uh he like, they showed a lot more of that in this episode because they would be in this, like, the the basement shower thing or whatever, and they're just killing people in front yep. of them. Nick's having a hard time looking, and Travis is just looking straight on. Yep, yep. Like, it doesn't phase him one bit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when they put him in that pit with the walkers, he was just, a, like, a killing machine. Uh, yeah, you know, he, had I, a, he had a Rick moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I know they they joked that he's, you know, was, and I think a lot of people were still kind of thinking of him as like the wimp of the, the show, mm-hmm. but not really. Like he had changed a lot. Yeah, I mean, last I, to be fair, I think that the season one Travis would not be able to do what this Travis did in this episode. No, no, no. Not no, at all. No. <laughs> I mean, and you know, Alicia went from that girl who couldn't be bothered to take her earbuds out in the first season mm-hmm. while she was strolling along that island just listening to music in the middle of the zombie apocalypse. And, like, you know, now she has this forethought. Not only did she have this knife, Aurora, but she pulled this thing out and she was, like, doing that shit where you, like, flip it around before you... Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. she was in, like, Counter-Strike Go or something where they're just, like, flipping it around and shit. Um... And she does some stuff in the next episode, too. So, like, mm-hmm. She's just kind of come a long way as a character uh, as well. <laughs> there is one question that remains, and it happens in the next episode, too, because it isn't answered then, but no Ophelia. No we didn't get Ophelia. Any, we didn't get any Strand in this episode, but we get Strand in the next episode. Mm-hmm. No Ophelia at all, though, in either of these first two episodes. Yeah. So I wonder what's going on there. That's That's odd. Yeah, maybe um, we'll have a, like an Ophelia only episode or something like that. Oh, maybe like she's just on her own. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else? The any other takeaways from this first episode? Stuff that you enjoyed or anything that maybe you didn't like so much? No, I mean I, I enjoyed the new people, the new characters. Mm, Troy and um, Jake. Yeah, yeah. Um, Troy seems like a sociopath, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like um, this. Te- I don't like this tendency. We've seen this more than once, actually, in The Walking Dead as well, mm-hmm. where you've got these crazy people, and 
Yep. They're just like, well, we don't really have the mental facilities to treat them, so we just give them guns and let them roam free, apparently. <laughs> like, yes. no, that's a terrible idea. Don't do this. Yep. Yep. Uh, they never learn. Yeah. I think it was a little bit confusing, the fact that his brother is so opposite to him. Yeah. But they were all together in the same place, and, and you know, Troy is taking people and killing them and doing all this, and his brother is not aware of so, this? Nobody yeah, so, else? So this is what I want to know. If if Jake is the saner of the two, he should be in charge of this place. Although, according to this, uh, this novel here on the Walking <laughs> Dead Wikipedia, they describe <laughs> Troy as the leader, and I can't imagine with... Like, you know, how could he be put in charge of anything? Right. But, you know, and, and, but, you know, Jake was like, you know, he's just like one guy. There's like this whole community, this whole base is full of people. It's like, you know, it's not all him. It's just this, this group of people. And it's like, did you not know this was happening? Right. Like underneath your feet or something? Like, are you yeah. a crappy leader? What's happening? That was the only thing that really stuck out to me is, yeah. Like, yeah. eh, okay, well, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but. Yeah, but at the same at the same time at the same time with Troy, I I liked a lot. It wasn't an action packed scene, but I liked the interaction with Madison and Troy. Yeah, you know she was trying to like use psychology mm-hmm. with him, um, and this is the you know she the Madison in this episode is the Madison that I I missed. Yeah, this is the one that I saw the first season, mm-hmm. and she kind of went away. And now she's back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wish I wish more time had passed from the first season till now because you can't really buy it. But part of me is hoping deep down inside that Troy reveals that he's not really Troy. His name is Tobias. <laughs> and he's gone insane <laughs> because Madison like left him defend with uh, his his like gym like the the stuff that he took from like the phys ed class, <laughs> but unfortunately, I don't think that's nah, the case. Nah, no, I'm still I'm still hoping that Tobias will save the day. One day he's got to yes. come back. I mean, come on. <laughs> Maybe he is with Ophelia. Who knows? Oh my god, that's right. Maybe they've hooked up. They're like yeah. a couple. I mean, that would be weird. I think there's oh. like an age difference there, but. <laughs> You know, whatever. It's the zombie apocalypse. It's the zombie judge. apocalypse, whatever. Yeah. You, know, love is, you find love wherever you can find love in the zombie apocalypse, I say. Um, what would you give uh, What would you give Eye of the Beholder? I'm going to be bold, and I'm going to say five. Wow. Okay, I did, yep. not give it that, I did not give it that high a score, I but I did. I really, really, really loved this episode. I did give it a four and a half. I loved it, too. Uh, it's a really strong start. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they 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 continue with a strong start, but before we do that, uh, I, I we've got to throw these cheap plugs in here, and I'm going to do it. Unfortunately, I'm looking at ThinkGeek right now, and almost all of their Walking Dead material is sold out. They've only got a couple of things in stock. Mm-hmm. So, are we going to go with uh, are we going to go with pra- the practical item or the ridiculous item, Aurora? Oh, ridiculous about? for sure. Okay, well then we're talking about. <laughs> Uh, then we're talking about the Walking Dead heads will roll boxer briefs that they're selling. 
which I'm sure would come in handy if the zombie apocalypse were to happen. I'm sure you will need a change of underpants every now and again. Um, I do believe it's a pair for $29.99 if anybody is interested. Uh, and you can go to cinemageekly.com slash thinkgeek or go to uh, the Cinema Geekly website and click the Think Geek link at the top of the page. And I'm sure in uh, in this article, if you're looking at uh, this particular post for this particular podcast, I'll probably have a link in there that'll take you directly to the Walking Dead merch as well. Uh, but all of the shopping you do on Think Geek using that link, uh, no matter what you buy, it uh, doesn't cost you anything extra. Money just gets kicked back to us uh, as a as a thank you for using that link through ThinkGeek. So, uh, yeah, who wouldn't want some boxer briefs? They are, like, yeah. really cool-looking boxer briefs, I will say that. Uh, very, very neat-looking, but I don't know exactly... You know, I think when it comes to underwear in the post-apocalypse, you would also just take what you can get. Yeah. I think uh, I think fancy screen-printed boxer briefs would be a luxury but <laughs> not here we're not in the zombie apocalypse so go ahead and spend that money cinemageekly.com slash thinkgeek uh all right let's talk about season three episode two apparently in absolutely no way related to the telltale walking dead game uh <laughs> this episode is called the new frontier so it is now nighttime and oh hold on a second uh, so we are at night and uh, still in the helicopter, and the uh, the pilot, whose name we learn is Charlene, is navigating towards the ranch with Jake by her side, and we have Travis and Alicia. Oh, and I forgot Luciana is also with them. I forgot to yeah. mention that they took Luciana with them. So what an interesting group that is. Yeah. And um, so uh, they are flying. They're just talking. And then all of a sudden, bullets hit the chopper. Yeah. Going through the windshield, pinging off a of metal, etc., etc., etc. And there, uh, people are panicking. Where are the bullets coming from? Can we try to make it to the ranch? Etc., etc. They're trying to evade the gunfire. And then Travis is shot. It seems like a bullet had ricocheted off of his neck, right? Nicked him. It looked like he was bleeding. And he... It looks like he's becoming, like, delirious or he doesn't know where he's at. And he starts reaching for the door. And then it quickly becomes, like, a... I don't think he's delirious. I think he's worried he's going to die in the helicopter and turn. And everyone is going to be trapped in there. And he's thinking... I'm just going to jump out. I got to yeah. save I got to save these people's lives if I die in here and I turn. And Alicia is having none of that. She like grabs onto him. She's like yelling, "Get to the chopper." I think maybe that was a <laughs> that may have actually been a predator movie, I'm not sure. Um I may have I may have accidentally switched channels in the middle of this. Um you know, she's like holding on to him. And as she's trying to stop him, uh, he's because she's like you know you're just in shock you're just in shock and she goes silent though when all of a sudden she realizes there is a big hole in Travis's stomach like he was shot in the right. 
a bullet went through his stomach and it came out through his neck, which is what kind of trajectory is that? Holy crap! Yeah. Um, I, although I guess if these people were firing from the ground, that's possible. Mm-hmm. And she's unable to do anything. She realizes she's unable to do anything, and she lets go of him, and Travis falls to his death. Holy shit, Aurora! Yeah. What? In the second episode, they kill yeah. a major character. Um, you know, and we we will talk about this obviously uh, as it goes on. I don't know why this surprised me because this is a Walking Dead show, and main <laughs> characters do die. Yeah, I mean, we I just saw I everybody just... get together. Of course, someone is going to die. <laughs> yeah, I guess I just wasn't thinking that it would be Travis. Yeah. So anyway. Uh, meanwhile, refugees are clamoring to the gate of the uh, Rose, Rosarito Beach Hotel. This is where everybody was staying at the end of last season. The only person still there is Strand. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's people trying to get in. There's a lady who's pregnant. Uh, Elena is not letting these people in, assisting that they cannot help them. They don't have enough supplies. Strand says that he's a doctor. Kind of. And... <laughs> Gets them to unlock the gate and let people in. Uh, Elena and Hector are not happy, but he tells them that he just saved them. The refugees would have killed them if he didn't let them in. Uh, meanwhile, uh, on the ground, Jake tells Alicia that they have to push forward to escape whoever it was who shot the chopper down. Alicia wonders if Travis is still alive, but Jake insists Travis could not have survived the fall. I mean... No way. They were, like, way above the ground. Yeah. And he jumped without a chute. He's dead. <laughs> um, the next day, Troy is blasting some metal on their way to the ranch. Madison, being a mom, is like, turn that shit off. Yeah, being a badass, I mean, that was really ballsy yeah, of she, her. <laughs> yeah, she just, she didn't say anything. She just leaned forward and turned it off and sat back <laughs> in her seat. Um... The caravan shows up at Broke Jaw Ranch, which is an awesome name for a ranch. Yeah, yeah. And the guard tells Troy that Jake had never arrived. So uh, Troy tells Madison and Nick to get out of the truck and stay outside, and he goes and meets with his father. Uh, at this point, Madison tells Nick that she stole a gun off of the truck and says that they can protect themselves if they have to. Back at the hotel, Strand treats a child with minor wounds. Uh, as he rests, Elena urgently summons him to treat someone in dire need of a doctor. She brings Strand to the medical tent where a woman is about to give birth. Strand says that he is not that kind of doctor, but agrees to assist when the patient husband when the patient's husband threatens him with a knife. Um, you know, I mean, most of those births kind of happen whether the doctor's there or not. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Doctors are really there in case something goes wrong. And if something goes wrong, Strand's not going to be able to do much. But uh, anyway, uh, Nick doesn't want to stay at the ranch, but Madison reminds him that this is probably their best shot at medical treatment for Luciana. Plus, you know, if Travis and them actually are okay, this is where they're going to find them. Um, meanwhile, we meet Troy's dad, Jeremiah, and he introduces himself to Madison and Nick, uh, and he orders the guards to let them in. He shows them around the ranch, explains why he started the camp, 
basically, he sounded like a doomsday prepper, actually. He's talking about like yeah. the fall of democracy. Apparently, uh, this takes place in some alternate timeline where Donald Trump has already been president. Uh, <laughs> that's the only thing I can presume. Uh, <laughs> but he's basically like, you know, uh, he can tell that Madison and Nick are a little bit hostile. He points out that most people would probably be grateful to be at this place uh, mm-hmm. because it's safe and they'd be taken care of, etc., etc. Uh, so uh, at night, Charlene takes first watch. Back at the chopper, I should I should note, Charlene is taking first watch while Jake and Alicia sit by a campfire. Jake explains that Troy had behavioral problems since he was a child. And then they hear a warning whistle from Charlene, and Jake gives Alicia a gun and then runs to investigate. Uh, there's a bunch of zombies. Uh, they've attacked. Uh, and the Jake eventually gets surrounded. And Alicia is actually the one that comes to save the day, headshotting a bunch of zombies. Mm-hmm. And uh, he saves Jack by shooting him in the head. Uh then takes out two more approaching in the darkness and that is when Jake and Alicia discover Charlene's body Jake has to shoot her in the head to keep her from turning uh, meanwhile back at the hotel Strand has delivered a baby and he's told by Elena that he must leave immediately but Hector tells Strand that there is another patient in need of his services before he goes and he takes Strand to Eileen's room and asks him to convince her to eat she has been held up there since she stabbed Strand. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's depressed and despondent over the death of her daughter. She, uh, Eileen eventually apologizes to Strand for what she did and asks if he will fix her broken balcony door, which he does. She said that she needs the fresh air and the door is stuck. So, you know, he does it. He's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. He tells Eileen um, that he now has hope for a new generation with the birth of this new baby he delivered. Eileen gives Strand a box with a key inside, a wedding gift intended for her daughter and son-in-law. Eileen then jumps off the balcony to her death, stating that there are no more generations. Yeah. Yeesh, this is a bleak episode, Aurora. Mm-hmm. Back at the camp, uh, Alicia tells Jake that Luciana is unconscious. She's worried that they won't make it back to the ranch in time to save her. Uh, they decide to carry her together. Some hours later, a ranch guard looks through his binoculars and sees Jake and Alicia carrying Luciana towards the gate. Uh, everybody uh, is joyfully reunited until Alicia has to tell Madison about Travis, at which point she becomes unconsolable. And Nick would probably be the same if he wasn't about to lose his shit panicking <laughs> because they're like, well, this Luciana girl, she's probably not going to be helped. Uh, we should just shoot her now because she's going to turn and she's a danger to all of us. And Nick gets Troy to hand him the gun to let him do it, which he should never do. If you've ever watched Zombieland, that doesn't work. They just turn the guns on you and then demand bubble gum. And uh, <laughs> Although Nick did not demand gum here. He just pointed the guns. And eventually Jeremiah is like, look, if she has a pulse, we'll take her in and we'll do our best to treat her. Luciana, by the way, it seems like she's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Madison grieves in private over the death of Travis when Jeremiah finds her, offers his condolences, and then asks her to register the gun that she stole from them, which she does. And uh, Strand, uh, meanwhile, Strand finds the key that Eileen gave, uh, gave him, operates a car in the hotel's parking garage, 
and he is out of there. Yeah, and it's not any car. It's like an amazing sports car. Oh, it's like car. a nice car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's <laughs> like, oh, my style and my color. Uh, Madison tells Nick and Alicia that they're going to make the ranch their home, even if it means that they must take it over, which seems a bit unnecessary, but okay. Mm-hmm. Alicia objects, saying that such a thing is insane, but Madison disagrees. It's our fate, she says. She demands to know exactly how Travis died. So what did you make of the new frontier, Aurora? Oh my gosh, so many things. <laughs> yeah. I, again, another, another solid episode, in my opinion. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. They're two it for was two. So good as well. And starting the episode with Travis dying was amazing. I, I did and I know, not see that coming. I know that last season on this podcast, I said that I wanted him to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I take it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, no, too soon, too soon. Too soon. I mean, was I was starting to like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was starting to like him. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, uh, it was, I, I feel like too quick a move. Like, he was just starting to get interesting. And, uh, yeah, but, I mean, the way he went, though, was so, like, Travis. Yeah. Like, he was just like, I, I, if I die, I'm going to turn. And if I turn, everyone else in here is going to die. Like, that takes so much to just be like, I'll throw myself from this helicopter to save everyone's life. Yeah, but he also, I don't know. I mean, I feel like, I can i can see Travis for sure making that decision, but mm-hmm. he kept saying, help me. He did. So I was like, is he, is Alicia right? Is he in shock? And he's just... Maybe. Making a decision without thinking? Or, and I, I also thought, now that you were reading the, the synopsis... Mm-hmm. Um, it says that it was a, uh, he was shot, and I thought, when I saw it, I thought that he was shot on, in the neck, and then when he pulls his shirt up, I thought that was a bite. Yeah, so I thought that too. Yeah, but I don't think that's what I don't think that's what happened. I don't okay. think. Okay. I think and he then, got. I think he got shot and it tore through his stomach and came out through his neck. Yeah. Um. I mean. It could have been, but, like, where would he have gotten that bite from? At the pit. Like, I mean, maybe, but that was, like, quite the hole that he had in him. Yeah, that's true. I feel like, I feel like he would have been in agony or something, like, prior to all of this, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just what a unexpected thing, I guess, which is weird. You probably should see stuff like this coming, because it is The Walking Dead, but I guess I just did not feel he was a character that was going to go. I feel like they kind of... Because they did have this core group that they started with, and I feel like maybe they had whittled it down enough and separated enough people off that they weren't going to be taking anybody out. But mm-hmm. uh, lo and behold, yeah, here we go. Um, so it's just uh, it's just Nick, Alicia, Luciana, and uh, Madison. Madison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And who I I was also like, who was shooting the helicopter? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's Why? Uh, obviously somebody was trying to take that down. Mm-hmm. Uh, presumably humans, unless zombies have now realized. <laughs> oh my god, that will like, that will be my worst nightmare. <laughs> like zombies with guns. Yes. Uh, like they're the zombies are only scared of one thing, and it's like <laughs> flying machines. Uh, yeah. So you know, somebody has some motives there. What they are, I have no idea. Uh, hopefully, we will find out the answer to this at some point. I, I think we will, and. Uh, Especially especially because they left the episode off before Alicia could tell Madison what happened. 
Right. Presumably she's going to talk about the gunshots and that this could turn into like a whodunit mm-hmm. type thing. At first I thought I wasn't going to enjoy this episode as much as the first episode because the Strand stuff was like clearly felt like B-plot for mm-hmm. – and it is B-plot. It was like the subplot of the episode. Yeah. But – and I, I didn't think it was all that interesting until kind of like the end stuff with Eileen and then things got really heavy – Mm-hmm. And then I really liked his departure at the end with a really sweet car. Yeah, uh, you know all of that. So by the by the time this episode was over, uh, I liked this one just as much as the the first episode. I feel oh, yeah. like they started off the season really strong this year. Yeah, that that scene with Strand and Eileen was a really really good scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and when she jumps off the balcony, it was the way that it was done and. What she says before she jumps, it was really creepy. Yes. Like the and way I, that I they did it, it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, it just. Um, it just sort of came out of nowhere, too. Like, I sort of blinked and I was like, wait a minute, did she just. She just jumped off the thing. Yeah. Like, she. Like. A strand got over it, I guess, but I mean, because he's like, "Oh, a sweet car!" Thanks, yeah, he lady. got a car out of it. I guess. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, that was really bleak, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, she just—it's uh, a really bleak episode. A lot of people died in this episode. Charlene bit the dust too. Yeah, and it was really sad. Also, at the end, to see Madison realizing that Travis is dead—that was. I, I, I cried a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was really sad. You'll be happy to know, Aurora, that I have been doing some research about the title of next week's episode. Okay. Uh, now, on the Walking Dead wiki, they spell it like it's a word with a capital letter, mm-hmm. and then all the rest are lowercase. But on Wikipedia, it is all capital letters, like it's an acronym. Oh. Oh, okay. And that's because it is an acronym. Because I just, I probably should have Googled it in the first place, but didn't. So uh, I can I can let everybody know what that is as we are signing off here. But what did you give? The, did you already give your score for The New Frontier? Not yet. What is the, Okay, what did you give The New Frontier episode? 4.5. That is also what I gave this episode. I had yeah. two four and a halfs to start off Fear the Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. That's they started start. strong. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so yeah, looking totally looking forward to next week's episode. Uh, so yeah, head on over to cinemageekly.com. We're taking off for the week. Uh, but if you go over to cinemageekly.com, you can check out the archives of Here the Walking Dead and all of the other shows that we're doing. Uh, a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, I think on the last, Glenn and I finally got around to doing Flashing Arrow and doing the season finales of those shows. And we talk about uh, our resurrection of the uh, from parts unknown podcast because uh, we got to keep our we're going to try to keep ourselves busy over the course of the summer the shows that Glenn and I cover are disappearing quickly and uh, we're going to resurrect the from parts unknown podcast but we're going to be not picking random Netflix uh, movies we're going to be watching the Netflix original movies and reviewing them because they've got like a bunch of them at this point yeah and uh, good ones I mean, too I think they've got like eight or nine I haven't watched a single one of them yet so uh, there's a bunch, and uh, we're going to start watching them and reviewing them. Uh, so plenty of stuff to listen to over at CinemaGeekly.com. Lots of stuff. 
pretty much something for everybody, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Unless you don't like geek stuff, then we probably don't have anything for you at all. But then I don't know why <laughs> you're even listening yeah. to this in the first place. Uh, we're also on iTunes and Google Play Music. Just search for Hear the Walking Dead and hit subscribe. So Aurora and I will return next week to discuss... Uh, season 3, episode 3 of Fear the Walking Dead uh, an acronym Aurora, so it's T-E-O-T W-A-W-K-I which according to the Googles is an acronym for the end of the world as we know it It's another episode of... Oh my god, I forgot the name of the podcast. What's it called? You're the Walking Dead. Oh, that's what it's called. <laughs> it's been a while since we've... It actually hasn't been a while. We did this like just like a month ago.